This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. CNN, there's Fortune Magazine, there's the Financial Times, there is The Guardian, there is... Are you kidding me? No, if you type in Rupert Murdoch, you'll get all that. I should have, I guess. It's pretty famous. <laughs> the guy's a billionaire. There's a whole show on HBO coming back for its final season called Succession that if you're not watching, you're crazy. It's great. It's based on the Murdoch family. And there are those two, uh, what's his name, Isles, the two shows about him as yeah. well. The, the Roger Ailes. Ailes, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One was uh, a very husky Russell Crowe. Yes, the Hollywood Reporter, Business Insider, NPR, Forbes Magazine, uh, ABC News. Let me just see if I can find a couple of more references to what I'm talking about. Uh, Slate Magazine, CNBC, Deadline, KEYT, NBC, uh, The Ticker. Uh, all of these are just woke left-wing news organizations misinterpreting sworn testimony. What do you want me to say? <laughs> That's that's the best. I, I mean it. It really is the best. Uh, I want to thank you for uh, being here Thursday and Friday. I gave you plenty of heads up so you can stack it full of conspiracy and whatever uh, reason that uh, Rupert Murdoch would be lying under test. I'm trying to get Tucker Sorry. Carlson. Oh, please do. Please do. Because he hasn't infected enough people with his just nonsense. Uh, so what do you have Thursday and Friday? What do you have tonight? Actually, we should probably talk about that before we do anything. You have a guy doing a music video. I saw something posted last night that we were tagged in, like on social media. Young man by the name of Bruner. Yeah, James Bruner. He's uh, from Springfield, Illinois. He's been on Soy City Buzz, oh, I don't know, about three or four years ago. It was right before the pandemic. And uh, he went over to Doherty's and performed. He's been out to Blue Rock Records and uh, made some uh, CDs and things. He split from his band and went to Belmont College in Nashville, which is a great performing arts college, very much like Milliken, but in Nashville. And now he's he's kind of rising uh, the ladder. He's got this video out there called Whenever. It's very good. It's very well done. What was his first name again? James. James, James Bruner. Bruner. B-R-U-N-E-R, one N. And uh, so anyway, he's going to be on tonight, and his guitarist will be with him. Uh also, uh, the return of Mike Claiborne tonight. Yeah. He starts, thanks to Jerger Pediatrics, uh, we'll have him every Monday night through the World Series, I guess. How about that? All the way through. And Clay Gerhardt's going to be here tonight. He's got something very important to talk about. <clears throat> so we uh, got him on. And George Frank on Veterans Recognition Day. That's coming up. They recognize all these Vietnam vets, they really kind of got passed over. So should be a good show. All right. Sounds fun. I appreciate you coming in Thursday. And Thursday Friday. and Friday will be great shows. Uh, now that I know who's coming on, I'm going to book in between, and we'll have some, some fun guests. They will all be Republican. <laughs> Unless I'm desperate. Okay. Have a great day. Enjoy the weather. We get back. The mayor of Decatur will be with us, Julie Moore Wolf. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more right after this. 
Hi, this is Amy from Gustafson and Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson and Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson and Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue in Decatur, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Golf is more fun with friends at the Decatur Park District. Swing into spring at your favorite golf courses in Decatur. Play around or hit the driving range at Red Tail Run or Hickory Point Golf Course for some well-deserved time outdoors. Want to receive a discounted golf season pass? Refer a golfer, refer a friend that hasn't held a golf pass in the last four years, and you both receive a 10% discount. Plan a day to Golf Decatur and refer a friend today. Swing on into GolfDecatur.org for more information. As the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned, would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both give actionable insights you can use now that could protect your savings in uncertain times. Absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets, increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at STT Mega Since Busey Bank first opened our doors in 1868, we have built upon a tradition of close relationships and broad financial capabilities. Our experienced team provides the highest level of personalized service to ensure we accomplish your goals, simplifying your wealth management and business lending needs, and ensuring a legacy for generations. Building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Ready to dream big? You got it at Staley Credit Union. Improving your home, consolidating debt, taking a vacation. You've got big dreams, but you need cash. We offer lower interest home equity loans up to 95% of your home's appraised value. With better rates and membership benefits, your big dreams can become bigger realities. At Staley Credit Union, you got it. Learn more at StaleyCU.com. This institution is not federally insured by member choice. Proudly insured by American Share Insurance. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today's going to be mostly cloudy with a high of 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 48 degrees. Your WSOY time is 7.07. And this look at your weather brought to you by Staley Credit Union. Ready to bank better? Bank Staley Credit Union. 
mayor of Decatur joins us next. We'll check in with Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. We've got a lot to get to here today. Happy Monday. and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. We're back here on a beautiful morning uh, as compared to Friday, although Friday morning wasn't bad, if you remember. Yeah, it was a nice start to the day. It was Friday afternoon. And then it went crazy. Uh, what's your day like on a day? I mean, you know, the, I was just talking to Carolyn about this. It's there are days I can really pretty much camp out in an office, whether it's at the city or at the hospital. And it's like Friday was not one of those days. No. It was like I had meetings. I was in and out of all that mess all day long. It was just awful. Well, you know, it, it's first of all, you got to get perspective. Uh, you know, it's it's not Ukraine. We're not at right. war. Uh, you know, it's just terribly violent winds knocking down stuff. Power's out. Oh, the trees that have been uprooted. Yeah. It's amazing. I think 121 was closed all weekend because of work oh, they really? were doing. Um, there was a city truck on 51 blocking a power line, city truck blocking this. Yeah, it's the same on, on Lakeshore, yeah. too, because yeah. these poles are just leaning, right. and it was hard for, you know, Absolutely. Cameron to get out to get, fix all I, of them. I just I appreciate all the people who were on the front lines of that on Friday. I mean, it's easy when you're sitting at home without power to be frustrated and, and all that, and I get it. And, and it's harder today. I, you know, my God, we used to be able to do other things. We, we would play board board games you know back in the right. day when the cable was out or the and now team, i'm just now like just going what, what am i, I gonna, gonna do, do? <laughs> right and, 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 and like, kids are worse oh i no, but i mean like we're just as bad i'm sitting here going i've got half a bar <laughs> it's like you're out in the woods <laughs> in the middle of nowhere with bears and lions and tigers and there are no provisions. And so I, I'm sitting there and, and I'm getting irritated and then I get irritated at myself because I'm getting irritated. And, you know, to all the frontline people that were out there and all of that, thank, you, thank you very, very much. Yeah. Uh, the people that got our power back up around 930 uh, Friday night, thank you. Uh, although the corporate communications could go a long way. It, it feels like, here's what I think happens. We got so many places platforms to communicate with people that I think we're not really effective at all because we try to like I, I get the, the Ameren you know site to pull up I, I get my app and my password isn't working for whatever reason I can't get into the app so I get the the outage map up and and you know you can type in your address and your zip code or, or the phone number I guess that it's attached to your account and it pulls up a little page it says 216 people are without power and uh power outage reported at one thirty PM. Uh update nothing. Like until eight thirty, I think, you, you know, that night. Uh coming back whenever you know, do not know. And then I see stuff on social media saying, Well, you're probably gonna be out for the night and, and then I go, Okay, whatever. And then at like eight thirty they update and say about nine thirty it's gonna come back and so and it did. And then it said, follow us on Twitter for power outage updates. And I go to their Twitter account, and it's, like, posted about Women's History Month. It's, like, two <laughs> days ago. There's, like, nothing there. And, and then I thought, you know what? It, uh, it's, it's 62 degrees in my house. 
I find that out when the power comes back on because if you have a, <laughs> you can't see the burnt, you know, the, the thing anymore. And then every light in your house goes oh, on. Everything and goes everything. on at the same time. And then you're worried about like just, you, you know, but, but it was like, okay, it's not a big deal. So I can sit here and play solitaire, uh, on my iPad. And the good thing or you is, you get out a deck of cards. When there's no internet, you don't get the ads oh, for the free solitaire. More than that. <laughs> But I thought, quit being a baby. It's Seriously. eight hours. Yeah. And, and I throw, we you remember throw the back to the ice away. storm, you know? Oh, yeah. And it's like, you keep thinking. I lived thinking, through two of those in my life. Well, you keep thinking the power's coming back, and then it didn't. And so I think we have a little bit of PTSD from that, that, you know, it could honestly be. Yeah. You know, and I'm like thinking I'm glad I hoard toilet paper. Oh. You know. See, and, and what did we learn during COVID? Nothing. I got caught completely off guard. We don't have anything charged. We don't have, like, chargers oh, charged. Oh, man, we don't Ryan, have, like, that's flash. the first thing you got to do. I know. I, I, I know that. I have all the stuff. It's just I wasn't prepared. And then I tried to get prepared, and Lindsay's just mocking me. Well, and I'm now like, we're going into storm season. I know. You know, although now everything is storm season. Yeah. So, you know, but it's really nice out this morning. I'm ready to go. I got batteries ordered and, you know, <laughs> uh, all the stuff. And I was getting it all out, and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's going to be dark. <laughs> <laughs> ah, anyway, we got Happy there. Monday. So what's your day like on a day like that? I mean, I'm I'm sure you're talking to everybody. Well, actually, not that much. Really? I mean, it was, well, because people are busy. You know, it wasn't like, you know, things were shut down for days and everybody's trying to just get their jobs done. I mean, I got regular updates from um, Ameren that, you know, how many people were out of power when they thought it would be coming back. I think it was Saturday morning. Did you I get had... that on Twitter? <laughs> no. Just on an email to uh, me personally. But look at you. you. Look at me. Yeah. I'm, I'll, I'll keep you in mind next time. I'll text you. Yeah, please you know. do. Okay. Uh, I, I realized there were quite a few or pockets of it yeah. everywhere. Trucks blown over on the freeway. I, I don't understand that. Man, I would pull over. Right? I, no kidding. I mean, the last... Okay, I drive a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee, pretty okay. substantial vehicle. I've never had it to where the slush was not from another vehicle, from myself. Coming right. up and whacking the windshield, and I'm like... I would no more be – I felt like I was going to take flight. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. Uh, do you watch the mayor of Kingstown? No, I heard you talking about that this morning. I, I may have to do that. Okay. It, it's the second season. So is it on Netflix? Inter- it's on Paramount. Okay. Uh, Jeremy Renner is so good in this. He's not really the mayor. He's just referred to as the mayor, and it's about a prison town uh, in Michigan. Uh, uh, I think they actually film it in Pennsylvania. It's beautifully shot. It's Taylor Sheridan. It's so good. Uh, you, you really should. You could probably learn a couple of things. Okay. I'm not sure you, you do your mayor thing the way he does his mayor probably thing. Probably not. But maybe it would come in handy in certain circumstances. Okay. All right. What's the uh, follow-up now uh, that we've had uh, more than a week of the Acorn News? Uh, I do know, I will tell you, that the, the traffic on the back end has been unbelievable uh, with the stuff that we've put out there. Um, you know, we had, I mean, I think the, the Greg Webb podcast reached like 78,000 wow. people on social media as people are clearly interested in jobs that are available in those acorn families. And I know Kevin was talking to you off the air about getting back and reading all about it. Where where are we, do you think, uh, you know, a week plus past this news? Well, I think it's really setting in to the employees. I had the chance to talk to a few of them that were in the polar plunge Okay, tell me Saturday. about this. They okay. showed up anyway. They had yeah, already they had did. a team signed up. They had a team signed up, up from the acorn, acorn. acorn employees who are now unemployed, um, 
showed up and it, there, it wasn't a huge group of them, but they had acorn shirts on. They had an acorn banner that they were going into the water with and they had taped over the top of it. X acorn. Yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, they, they were just I, still in somewhat of shock of, you know, we didn't see this coming. We had no idea. We, we thought we'd be sold. Yeah, and, think about these people yeah. showing up for a good cause yeah. on a Saturday, jumping into uh-huh. the lake. I, I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it, it really them. was. But, but that just goes to show you they're good people who just got screwed yep. by, you know, the worst kind of corporate behavior ever. Yeah. So I saw Nikki Budzinski's demanding letter, like, uh, like, uh, okay, let's, I let's this. wait for the bird. Okay, uh, look, she's a new congresswoman, right? And for some reason, there's this thing uh, in politics today where it's just everything that happens in life, we're just going to send out a press release. I'm mad. Okay, we all are. I mean. Birds are chirping. I, I don't. I mean, demanding. Well, and I think every, I'm going to demand answers. If you if you are in office, you want to help, you know. And, and but and you may not know what you can. We got do a whole help. bunch of people. I didn't hear anything from in office. Did you? I heard from a lot. Really? Yeah, Ooh. I did. Well, I heard from Nikki. Um, I called Senator Turner because she was in session and had not heard. But this was early on because thing, what things. Have they, just, what have they done? Well, um, I mean, the governor went to the, is it IDES and had them launch their investigation. Uh, and, you know, I mean, but what are the rest of them doing? Like our local reps? I mean, because I'm really curious. I mean, I only heard, I know Nikki Budzinski came to town. Mm-hmm. Congressman, um, she was there the next day. She was there at the Workforce Investment right. Solutions. Uh, and I didn't hear anything from Doris. I didn't hear anything from Sue. I didn't hear anything from Dan. I think he's buying lunches or something, buying lunch at at a at the uh, a job fair at the Decatur Conference Center. I didn't hear from any of these people. I did talk to Sue Shear, and I did hear. Um, I, I talked to Doris Who, two or three times. Who's our state times. senator besides Doris? Okay, Steve McClure. Yep, not a word from him. Um, and what's her face? Um, who? There's a the other female, right? From the Bloomington oh, area? Oh, 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 yeah. Um, is there another, another Turner also? Another Turner. Sally, Sally Turner. Turner. Not a word from me. And there's somebody else. Yep. Okay. Well, where know. are they? I, I don't know. The point that you, the fact you can't even remember all their names is well, telling enough. Well, I think enough. we've got 15. Okay. And half of them I met like once. And one of them showed up. Well, I mean, I, I can't remember if Senator Turner was with the head of DCEO when I talked to her the first time, but she was going back in okay, to see what resources they could offer. And, and what did they offer? I don't, I don't know. Big fat, nothing. And it, it is my point. I know you have to work with all these people. I'm not trying to get you to say something bad about them, but it's like, I just feel like this is just a representation of how little power any of them have. They can't do anything. Well, and, and in this scenario, we're, we're looking at what resources are available. And sometimes you can fast track some things, whether it's getting these people, you know, their unemployment pushed through because of special circumstances. I don't really know either. I mean, you know, Brian, I don't really have a lot of power either. Yes, you but, do. Well, but I mean, it's, it's more in the power of community in that we, have a crisis My team. point is that that the people do this, come together like I've never seen before, and, and are the ones that actually make stuff happen. And and we've just, to me, it's just clear as day. You got to do stuff despite political leadership because there's not much of that out there. Well, I, I think it's despite um, red tape and government. What can we 
dude cut through, which I think that resource page did an amazing job because it's hard to find what is available. And so being able to pull that together, and I'm hoping that we can take this further and and as we progress in in helping the ACORN employees find new jobs and new lives, that we can make it bigger. This isn't me being pessimistic. This is me being optimistic, but the pessimism is about what our elected leaders, like state and national, I mean, it's to me, it's all a front. It's like when push comes to shove, what can you bring to the table besides a press release, if even that? Lindsay says Turner and CMS are, CMS are hosting a state job fair on Wednesday at the library. And I'm not sure if that's the same one that's the Department Department of Corrections that was trying to, Shelley Hansborough and Tom Schneider were trying to get going. Yeah, okay, they, was that yeah, last week? Yeah, all that's on the uh, the website. Um, so, but I think there are more job fairs coming to try and directly help. That's fine. And so, I, mean, which I is think great. it's great. But again, those are homegrown yeah. for the most part. No doubt. Uh, what did you learn during this latest thing? I, I mean, as you kind of add to your, you, you know, experiences in life, not having any warning, which is unusual. It Usually, is unusual. if you're the mayor of Decatur, you're going to know something like this ahead of time. Yeah, ordinarily, there's a warn notice. There is something, or you know, or you really know. I mean, this company has been in trouble, but the thought was always it's going to be sold. These are new facilities. With, I mean, it's not a, a lot of money into old. Plant. They just had a, you know, a, a, a open house, open house for their training facility behind the one on Grand, and it's like so. That's why I think everybody was caught. So then people off started work on Monday. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, and so, they still had the we're hiring signs up uh, on the day which they is fired everybody. Why I believe the local people, even the local people in charge, didn't have any idea this was coming. Some of them thought they were getting bonuses or raises, oh. and I mean, you talk about a sucker punch. Yep. So. What could will be done? What's the fine for ignoring warn or or some of these things? You know, it, that's a that's a state deal, and I don't know what it is, but it's it, it's and I don't even know how it's calculated. It's just there's not much you can do with a company that's in bankruptcy. I don't think. I mean, what's your recourse? I don't know. What, what's the governor trying to do? Well, I I don't know if it's more to make the the organization. I don't know if it's pay up or make it more painful for them as they go through bankruptcy because you can, you know, muddy the waters as much as you can. It's better than just saying it doesn't matter. All right. Well, well, it'll be interesting to see what the people at the top parachute out with. Yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just when really proud of even this have, community. I am too. But, but when you didn't even have the decency, I, I mean, things happen. Yeah. Companies go bankrupt. Absolutely. I, I, you know, but they could have handled this so Way differently better. for those people. And yeah, because if we had any notice at all, we could have had, you know, Rocky did a great job with workforce investment, pulling together a rapid response team, but it didn't need to be like that. It didn't need to be everybody just throw it together as quickly as we can. We could have done this in an organized way so that they got signed up for benefits, you know, unemployment benefits. So they didn't have that panic of it's the last week of the month. I'm not going to have insurance anymore. I'm not going to. I mean, there were options and the company didn't care. They did. They just didn't. That's exactly right. All right. The Coalition of Neighborhood Organizations, Kono, you would know them as, uh, is hosting a candidate forum for both District 61 School Board and Decatur City Council nominees Wednesday, March 8th at the Decatur Public Library, Madden Auditorium from 5 to 7.30 p.m. It's not a lot of time to get all those folks to come in. Do you know about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In fact, um, they invited me to come and I really, I don't have an opponent on the ballot and, you know, I don't want to take up the time of other candidates because you're so limited. There really haven't been debates or forums where a bunch of candidates. Why do you think that is? You know, Brian, 
I don't know if it's even when even pre-COVID, you didn't have very many people show up to things. Nope. And it's one thing if they're broadcast on the radio, simulcast at the same time, but that wasn't happening. I, I think the last round of mayoral and council debates, um, Channel 3 carried it, but it was only live on their website if you happen to stream. And that was five years ago or four years ago when nobody knew most people didn't who would be paying attention didn't stream. And they had partnered with the Herald and Review to do it. And it just, you know, the participants, because it takes a lot to prepare for a debate and to go through it. And it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work. And I, it's interesting. I watched, um, on Facebook, <laughs> uh, the last time there was a Facebook hosted like live event for, I believe it was city council because some of the same people are back in the race this time. I've never been more stunned in my life at like what was said. I don't have any recollection of this at all. Oh my God. This was. Uh, I believe when Will Wetzel and Jacob Jenkins and were running for city council for mayor, mm-hmm. um, John uh, Phillips, Phillips Jr. Jr. Uh-huh. Uh, this was the crowd. I, I, I mean, I just kept thinking as I was watching this is like, y'all know this is going to be available to everyone, right? I mean, like that what you're saying here isn't going to like go away. I mean, they were arguing for legalizing every drug. Oh, I remember this now. Okay. I mean, like legalizing everything. <laughs> everything. Heroin, no problem. Yeah, that's the problem. The problem is no one pays attention to this. Yeah, I know. I know. And, you know, if you run enough times, you can get enough name recognition that oh. at some point people get elected. Bill favored Pat McDaniel. I'm trying to remember how many times Bill ran. Bill and, and Pat he, both. And Bill had had TV commercials on, you know, since the those 90s. Hurt, those hurt him. Well, those I don't didn't know. Help. Because, because. You when know, you're Decatur's lawyer and you're that awkward at the end and it's uncomfortable, that didn't help. Hmm. Okay. Standing next to the horse. Well, people like horses. Those commercials made me cringe for him. Like that he wasn't capable of cringing for himself. So I had to cringe for him. And see, to me, they built. There's all kinds of of different IDs. Yeah, there's name ID. Sure. But when the name ID comes with cringe, it doesn't (laughs) help. But I mean, it is it is way easier for somebody who has. Do you remember the look? Me, I'm Decatur's lawyer, and then he would the, the look at the camera at the end. I remember speaking he still of debates. Has his Faber files on, right? Of course. When when I don't know, I I have no idea what that is. Uh, we YouTube. Uh, okay, I'm sure that's highly in demand. We had a debate out at what would have been the old GT church off airport road. Okay. Okay. Uh So this is how long ago this has been. Uh And we had a huge city council mayoral debate where there, I mean, there must've been 12 candidates. Uh, I remember we had like borrow microphones from like another sister station. There were so many. And I went out to my car just to sort of see how it sounded on the radio during the debate, which was when Bill uh, pledged his support for his Horses in the Hood program. That was a long time ago. So he's been, yes, he ran forever. Pat ran forever. Then they got there and then they left. And now Pat's coming back. How's it going? Um, It's been weirdly quiet. I mean, just weirdly quiet. quiet. Because... 
even the school board races in previous years, it seems like for the past decade, every time somebody's been really, really mad about a superintendent coming, a superintendent going, yeah. board members coming, board members going, throw them all out, you know, put new people in. And I mean, it's like makes your neck hurt. Do you think people have just given up on leadership? I hope not. Political leadership. I really, really hope not because these local races. They matter. <laughs> they matter so much about everything in your daily life. Now, Dr. Morris, uh, by the way, and I think we're going to be rebroadcasting those this month, has had all of the school board candidates mm-hmm. in. Two of them dropped out, by the way. I, I, I don't quite get that. It's like I, maybe you just don't know what you're signing up for. I don't know. But, I yeah. mean, it seems like because they're still going to be on the ballot and they'll waste votes. Well, yeah. I mean, that could impact somebody right, else. Right. Well, Richland didn't have enough people sign up no, to, to run. And now you've got write-in candidates going on. And, you know, that's hard. What are you expecting to see? What would you like to see as far as moving forward after the election in April? Well, I really think we need to start looking at two years from now because there's been so little interest in people running really for school board, for you know, Richland for, and I don't even know how, I mean, their, their terms are fairly long as are the park districts. I think they're six, six years. years yeah, and I, I think Richland's are about long like that too. But we really need to start looking at what's ahead for the school district. What's ahead for the city council? Because, you know, I've got a couple of council people that probably won't be running next time that are up. And, you know, I, I would like them to, but you know, it just, um, I think we're going to have to start looking at additional leadership. What's the most surprising thing for these a lot of newbies out there that want to be on these boards or councils? What would be your best advice like about what you think you know before you get there to what you know after you get there? Well, Brian, and, and I will be the first one to tell you, I was pretty cocky when I went on the city council because I'd covered city council for years. I'm, you know, I was in the news business. I, I paid attention. I thought better than a lot of people. And I realized I really didn't understand how things worked. It's not as easy as you think. You can't just go in and affect the kind of change you think overnight. Mm-hmm. You have to learn about it. And then add to that, when I moved into Tunisie as the mayor, I really thought, because I'd been on council for some time, that I had a pretty good handle on how this all worked. But it was and night it was and day. Night and day, a much bigger move to that seat than I ever could have imagined, which is hard. Now, somebody like Paul Osborne. Paul Osborne is an enigma because he has for decades paid attention and gone to city council meetings and written about him. He's probably one of a very few that could walk in and be the mayor. Okay. There are other people who over the years who have not served on city council who have thought, yeah, I'm going to run for mayor. But I think it would have been a real shock to them when they got there. First of all, learning the rules. There are rules. There are policies. There are procedures. And you can't just do things. There's still things I don't know, you know, and I can be taken off guard. All right. Well, listen, good luck to you. Uh, what's it like running and being on a ballot with your own kid? It's a little weird. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, she has helped with my campaigns previously, and so I'm trying to help her. It's just you forget how fast this election comes up because really people are so sick of politics by the time November is over, and then you hit the holidays, and then it's January, and the election is four months away. Yeah, and four months goes really, really fast. So just trying to get signs up and get your name out. All right, Mayor Wolf, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. When we get back here on the other side of the break, we'll check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. A lot to get to. Don't go anywhere. Fox News, and I'm Chris Foster. 
The FBI is looking for four Americans believed to have been kidnapped in Matamoros, Mexico, just across the border from Brownsville, Texas. The Americans had gone across the border on Friday and were traveling in a white minivan with North Carolina license plates. The FBI San Antonio Division Office says the vehicle was fired upon shortly after crossing into Matamoros. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. One person's killed, two injured in a single-engine plane crash in Lindenhurst, New York, Long Island. Shortly after takeoff, the pilot issued a mayday signal saying there was smoke in the cockpit. The pilot turned back to the airport in nearby Farmingdale, but the plane came down in a residential neighborhood. Three people were on board the plane. One person was killed. Two others were injured. Officials say no one on the ground was hurt, and the FAA and NTSB is investigating. Box of Ted Lindner. A Boy Scout's mother's been killed by a fallen tree during a hike in Cupertino, California. America's listening to Fox News. Jan from Toyota speaking. Jan, I heard it's a good time to buy a Toyota. Sure is. From now until April 4th, you can shop all your favorites like Corolla, RAV4, Sequoia, and more. Imagine yourself in a new Tundra where you stopped by the home improvement store and finally built that tree house you promised your daughter. Sarah, when did you hop on the call? Hi, Dad. Mom said you were taking too long on the phone. Toyota, let's go places. See your participating Toyota dealer for details. Dealer inventory may vary. Attorney CPA Joe Cordell. Divorce forces a father to focus on what's most important, his children. You may no longer be a husband, but you'll always be a dad. In the divorce process, this comes down to three key concerns. Physical custody, decision-making, as well as financial support. Each of these is important, and it's important that you choose a lawyer that cares as much about these issues as you do. Schedule an appointment with one of Cordell and Cordell's Springfield area attorneys. 2815 Old Jacksonville Road, Suite 103, Springfield, Illinois, 62704. CordellCordell.com. It's time for the 2023 St. Teresa High School Mega Raffle. This annual fundraiser helps St. Teresa offer a faith-based education to students in the area. Tickets are now on sale, and you can have a chance to win $100,000. Take advantage of the special bundles by purchasing multiple tickets. Increasing your odds of winning. Only 5,000 tickets will be sold. How would winning $100,000 change your life? Buy your tickets today by calling 217-875-7950 or online at sttmega.com. Accumulation. Preservation. Generation. At Busey Bank, these are the principles we use to build meaningful financial partnerships with our clients and their families. With sound advice and vast resources, partner with Busey for a personalized approach to your legacy. Busey Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, member FDIC. Looking to fall in love with your new home? Eagle Ridge, your affordable assisted lifestyle community, is newly renovated and ready for you. You can count on them to provide home-cooked meals, small group activities, and visitations with family and friends. They are currently accepting move-ins, and there is no better time than to call them right now. Stop by 875 West McKinley or call 217-872-1282. That's 872-1282. They are an equal housing opportunity lender. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team Forecast. Today, mostly cloudy, high of 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny and a high of 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 49 degrees. Your WSOY time is 734. And this look at your weather brought to you by Eagle Ridge of Decatur.
Tupper on Sports on WSOY 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Good morning and welcome. Happy Monday. Each and every weekday morning, we check in with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. All right, let's talk a little Line-Eye Big Ten. Uh, college basketball's regular season ended for most teams yesterday, and uh, given the congestion that has been you know, a way of life in the Big Ten standings, we figured there would be some really entertaining games to close it out yesterday, and, and, and that's exactly what happened. Um, think about this. When, when, when you think about how little separated these teams in the Big Ten, the final game of the night for Big Ten teams was Northwestern at Rutgers. If Northwestern won that game, they would be the number two seed in the Big Ten tournament. If they lost, they would be the number nine seed. I've never seen anything like that where, where one result, because of the crowded nature of the standings, could drop you that far or raise you that high. And Northwestern won, so they're the number two seed. Uh, Indiana beat Michigan in overtime yesterday. That was a very good game. Penn State needed to win against Maryland, and they did so on a last-second putback basket. Iowa figured they would beat Nebraska on their home floor, but they did not. They lost 81-77. And then Illinois showed, you know, the full spectrum of what they do. Uh, stumbled out of the gate when Terrence Shannon opened as the point guard. Jaden Epps still out with a concussion. And Terrence Shannon was a turnover machine. Uh, really helped Purdue get jump-started. Uh, and their offense could not find an early gear, which is a recurring theme. Fell behind by 21 at the half, by 24 early in the second half. And then came all the way back and tied the game at 67 uh, before eventually losing 76-71. Uh, Coleman Hawkins... What he tried to do yesterday was amazing. He was guarding Zach Eady, seven foot four, three hundred, on the defensive end, guarding the, the center, and then being the point guard as they made different switches, bringing the ball up the floor on the offensive end. There are not very many people that could do that. Uh, Produce the Big Ten champ, clearly the best team in the league, and I say clearly because in a crowded league, they won by three full games. Uh, Purdue, the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament, which opens Wednesday at the United Center in Chicago. Two games Wednesday, four games on Thursday, including Illinois versus Penn State at 530. Uh, The winner will face Northwestern at 530 on Friday. Uh, Two semifinal games Saturday, the championship decided on Sunday, and then the NCAA tournament selection show. Um, You know, Illinois did show some good things. No one... <clears throat> can stop Zach Eady, but at least they made his life difficult. He ended up with 17.6 rebounds. That's well under his averages. Uh, they played hard, still in love with difficult threes. Matthew Meyer, one of 10 from three. And then another slow start, which is a, a recurring problem. So now they have to figure out how to stop uh, or slow down Penn State's Jaden Pickett, who has averaged a little over 30 points a game in two victories over Illinois this season. So, um, uh, we'll keep you posted as we inch a little closer to the tournament games they play in starting on Thursday. All right. We'll do a little Millican women and Illini football players at the NFL Combine with Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's brought to you by First National Bank, the quality bank, now open in downtown Decatur.
I'm Joe Springer, Vice President of Lending at First National Bank Indicator. When I joined the team at FNB, it was with the goal of helping make an impact in our community. From our downtown location, I've been able to meet with individuals looking to get a new car, new home, or take on a new project. Every day, I meet with business owners of all sizes and help them secure financing to keep their business running smoothly or even expand. Working with so many people in Decatur has been the impact I was looking for. I'm Joe Springer. Come see me and our team at First National Bank Indicator. First National Bank, the quality bank. Member FDIC, FNBQuality.Bank. Back here with Mark Topper and Topper on Sports. All right, the Millican women's season comes to an end in the second round. Tough draw um, on a tough night Saturday in Lexington, Kentucky. The draw was difficult because um, that regional championship game was against an undefeated second-ranked Transylvania team that was playing on their home floor. Uh, Millican trailed 36-24 at the half, rallied to tie it, Uh, at 46 late in the third quarter, and then they went cold and couldn't hit a shot, and Transylvania sped off and won 71-59. And so thus ends a 24-5 and season, second year in a row they've been in the Division III National Tournament, and winning has become an expectation, and that's the name of the game. Uh, Great season for Olivia Lett and her team. You know, last year they won two NCAA tournament games and were eliminated by Hope, which was the eventual Division Three national champions. This year, they're eliminated by Transylvania, the number two ranked team in the country, undefeated. They might well be on their way to a, a national championship. That would be kind of a cruel fate two years in a row, having to run into the eventual national champions. But a great job by them. Uh, and over at the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, really strong weekend for the Illini players who were there. Uh, defensive back Sidney Brown and uh, Jatavius Martin wowed with their speed and athleticism. They made themselves some money uh, over in Indy. And the same with running back Chase Brown, who was faster than people expected. Uh, Devin Witherspoon, who could be a top 10 pick, did not work out due to what he called a slight hamstring pull. He presumably will work out at his pro day in Champaign later this week. There'll be a number of players uh, trying to showcase their talent to all the NFL scouts who will be in Champaign, and that would include quarterback Tommy DeVito, who hopes to at least be an undrafted free agent who gets a look as a backup on someone's roster. So that's what's going on. All right, my friend. Enjoy your day. We'll check in with you first thing tomorrow morning. Mark Tupper and Tupper on Sports. It's Monday. Sun is out. Looks good. High of 66. <laughs> oh, yes. Crazy. Uh, this is the coat I wore in today, uh, meaning I didn't wear one. Yeah. Good stuff. Good morning and welcome. Uh, I was watching some of the NFL Combine highlights. Just crazy. But I heard the Dan Patrick show on Friday comparing it to the Westminster Dog Show, the way the commentary is done. Yeah. Yeah, it very much is. That's a good That's a good uh, parallel. I've been to the Combine before. It's at... It's certainly where is it? Hosted? Indianapolis. It's in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, there uh, where the Colts play. Yes. Okay. And Field. So I was interested to see that. Um, well, a couple of things. One is that they uh, the Westminster thing is spot on. Uh, there, there is a, uh, a a sneaker tennis shoe, sports shoe brand called No Bull mm-hmm. that is sponsoring all the gear there. 
Oh, okay. So they all had the jerseys like or the tank tops, yeah. the shorts, the mm-hmm. shoes. Well, they probably wear their own shoes. But I thought that was interesting. Like how, It had been Under Armour before. Yeah, it, but it's no bull, which I've only seen on, like, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't realize that they had uh, created a partnership that big. That's a big that's a big get for them. Kind of what I thought. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like that's interesting. Like what does that cost? What is that worth? What's the valuation of that? Yeah. You, you know, I don't know. And secondly, I I would feel like sort of I I don't know. It's almost disturbing to me watching it. Uh like be, the prodding of human treating them like cattle that whole bit. thing, yeah. Maybe that's the nonconformist in me, mm-hmm. you know, that just sort of arches my back a little at the whole how high can you jump, how fast can you run. And, and the idea that you're doing a 40-yard dash. The vast majority of plays in the NFL are not 40 yards. No, but it, it's the idea of no. speed and acceleration. No, 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 no. You know what the history of it is? What's that? Uh Literally back in the 1960s, mm-hmm. before I was born, Somebody came up with the idea is that's what it takes you to run down the field on a kickoff. I mean, that, oh. that's what it's based on. Okay. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It doesn't make a whole lot of the sense. The burst speed that most running backs have is not open field 40 yards. It's no. hitting a hole. You know, it has nothing to do with, like, the modern-day era of playing professional football. No, it'd be like run eight yards, mm. you know, as fast as you possibly can. Now, having said that, when you see like a, a tight end, you know, like a six foot six, two seventy, whatever, yeah. running like a four seven, you go, oh my god, I didn't think that's impossible. Right. Some of those linemen that can get out on a screen and block ah, upfield, it's right? like, how? How are you that fast? I like the vertical jump because yeah, there's fun. some of that stuff that seems inhuman. I mean, just not even right. We saw in person. We sat about fifteen feet away from one of the brothers that. uh because uh, there are two of them that were in the NFL, one of them who did not have a hand. We watched him do the bench press from like 15 feet away. And it's like it was one of the more impressive physical things that you ever saw. And then you'd see like a monster of a man come up and add, you know, like 200 pounds to it and just throw this weight up. And you're yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. And all the scouts, you see them go. Hmm, yeah. But, hmm. At the, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like Rich Eyes and whoever it is yeah. like. And next we have yeah, and it does very sound like the Westminster dog for 150 pounds. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is much like that. It wasn't me. It was Dan Patrick. So I was just listening to him. Uh, All right. So Patrick Mahomes' brother. Oh no! What do you do now? Right? Because it's like dot 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 again. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew it wasn't going to be good. He's in trouble. Uh oh. Because it's on tape. Um, So this guy. Jackson, isn't his name Jackson? I think so. Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Like everything, everybody loves Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. My sister I was wearing a uh, a hoodie that she got off his website. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty sharp. What is that? And she showed me the sleeve and it said Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he's what's Very not likable. to like about him, right? Yeah. I mean, he's funny. He's entertaining. He's seemingly a nice guy. Sickingly talented. Yeah. Nice. Right. Yeah. Good Does looks. Great the, the commercials. Mm-hmm. Got a little different. He's got that weird voice. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing. <laughs> it is a little different. Yeah. What he, particularly when he's yelling mm-hmm. like or trying to get like stoked on the sidelines or whatever. It comes yeah. off a little. All right. So his 22-year-old brother uh, and, and his wife seem to be his downfall. Patrick's wife and his yeah. brother. Mm-hmm. They seem to be like riding the fame wagon 
um, in a poor fashion. Like everything he handles, like with grace, they screw up like in abundance. I haven't seen her in the news in in some time, but because well, I think they like, tightened it up for a while. Yeah, it really seemed that way. Sorry, I'm taking a sip of my marquee beverage. They were dumping champagne on the people below and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now he's accused of uh, assault. He was at a restaurant, and the owner of the restaurant has put the video out there, so you can see it, where he literally is uh, accused of pushing a waiter multiple times and then coming up and grabbing and kissing the female owner on three different occasions when she, like, pushed him off, told him to get back. And so there's, you know, um, this idea that people get famous vicariously through relatives, Mm -hmm. I don't understand at all. Like, I can do anything I want because my brother's really good at playing football. Sure. How does that work? Well... You know, the stratosphere around famous people, oftentimes that it is as much the person uh, like the Jackson in this case, as much sometimes it's the restaurants or the people that are that want to be close. And this is their inroad. So it's sometimes a mutual sort of like, hey, you give me the perks, I'll get you close to the person I'm close to. So it's not yeah. always just, hey, do you know who I am? And it sometimes it is fed into I've been around enough of it that it mm-hmm. that it that it is two way street. Oh okay. I, I don't feel like any of this falls on him though. On Patrick? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, definitely not. So this is family. I mean mm-hmm. they're not hangers on. This is a wife and a yeah. brother. Yeah, and he's in his let's call it brand of who he is seems to be a little bit uh, unmoved by this. Nobody cares. They know what Patrick is, and it's like, oh, this is annoying. But and now it's maybe criminal though. Annoying is one thing, criminal is another. He forcibly kissed me out of nowhere, and I'm telling him, pushing him off, saying, "What are you doing?" And then he proceeded to do it two more times. Oh. Where last time I was pushing him off, and I can see on the cameras that somebody was outside the office door, and I was yelling for them to come in because he's he's like six six. He's a big yeah. guy. And she, the owner of the place, put out their own security video that showed it. Right. If you got it, put it out there. Yeah. Just don't don't uh, get confused. And they went into like a private office and like you know, I mean, it, it was just the oh. whole thing is like every worst possible sort of behavior you could expect for somebody who feels entitled to behave this way. Allegations of drinking. Hope. Not that that makes it what any better. That, what, that's not going to be Dude, in, if, in a court. I mean, that's no, not an excuse. It's not. Um, it's that's just bad behavior. And, and then pushing and shoving a waiter multiple times. He was just trying to get his water, water bottle out of an office. I mean, it's like everything about this is like if he's not in the news or John ja Morant. I mean, it, it's like stop. With you got everything. What? It, why are you you blowing this up? Since you mentioned him, John Morant is easily the most electrifying player on the court who should not be where he is, you know, small school, all that. And you are just trying to fumble this thing as far away from, I mean, oh, my goodness. What are you doing? Relax. Why do you even know who he is? Here's what what I don't understand. 
about kids today, and, and when I say that in general, not meaning like I'm an old guy and everybody under the age, I'm in specifically why there isn't a thought process about like if this stuff is recorded or if it's put out, what do you think is going to happen? I mean, where do you get in your mind? I mean, I don't care how high or drunk or whatever you are, that brandishing a gun on your own Instagram account is not going to end well for you. What is it that you can't understand about that? doesn't make any sense. You're super famous. In fact, the nature of being as famous as you are means it is it is certainly going on your own page. It is certainly going to be out there. And, and once it's out there, it's out there. And right. It's done. Right. Man. I don't get it at all. I mean, I really, really don't. All right. On the other side of the break, I watched the Equalizer 2 over the weekend because uh, I, I didn't have, like, we had all this stuff. Lindsay's been down and out with that you know sort of stuff that's grunk gunk that's out there yeah. not covid but yeah. the other and so like at night we have i haven't been watching all i wanted to watch so i'm trying to find other stuff to kind of like take the time i love the equalizers mm-hmm. oh my god there's every time denzel washington hooks up with Ant- antoine fuqua you get magic yeah. mm-hmm. every time yep training day nothing better yeah, you, that's a lifetime of goodwill for me, but we don't even need it. They are great pairing. All right, so I'd forgotten. Like, I saw the first Equalizer several times. I don't think I'd watched the second one. Uh, I mean, I watched it, but I, it had been a long time ago. I forgot Pedro Pascal was the villain. Right? Has there anybody in the history of acting that a mustache has made all the difference in the way they look? Because he does not even look like him without the mustache. I'd say that's fair. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Even Burt Reynolds without the mustache Mm -hmm. was handsome Burt Reynolds. Mm -hmm. Pedro Pascal's entire look changes without the mustache. Different guy. Yep. I had that revelation around the Mandalorian. Like when he started being in the interviews and stuff around, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. wait." By the way, that first episode was awful. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. I fear that they've run out of, like, stuff no I, I i'm gonna give it a you know it's one episode it's 37 minutes or whatever uh i'm gonna just the story on. right all the quality is still there the quality is still okay. there it's just sort of like how many quests can you go on and uh grogu is like is it a prop is it a, i mean it, it was just sort of like i don't know it just sort of felt like episode one on a grab you Oh, man. And I felt like this could have been any episode of any season of any, it's, must go find this, you know? Right. That's what they do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's the good news. There is an Equalizer 3 coming. And you got you. Anton Fuqua and Denzel Washington and Dakota Fanning teaming up with Denzel Washington for the first time since Man, Man on, on Fire, Fire, which was a great it's my top five. Love it. Joe's a remake? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll do the break. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, mostly cloudy, high near 66. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low of 35. For Tuesday, partly sunny, high near 50. And Wednesday, cloudy with a high near 46. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 50 degrees already. Your WSOY time is 754. 
John, the price of fuel ain't what it used to be. Yeah, I've just joined my 10th Loyalty Rewards Gas Club. <laughs> Tell me about it. But this whole gas thing isn't stopping Dick Van Dyke Appliance World with this offer. Free standard delivery. Yeah, with select Frigidaire Gallery, Frigidaire Professional, Electrolux, GE Profile, and Cafe Appliances. And you don't have to log on to something, verify an email, think of a password, tell them how old you are. Nope, and the offer is for a limited time, so there's no time to mess around with any of that. Just free standard delivery on those nice appliances, but only for a very short time. Makes my back feel better just hearing about it. And, of course, most qualify for the free 10-year protection plan. At Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. This is Dennis Rekin, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. Our exclusive 10-year protection plan comes free with most appliance purchases. Wow! Sure, it's not the easiest topic to discuss with your loved ones, but Brentlinger and Earl can help guide you through the talk of a lifetime and pre-plan for the unexpected. It's a hard topic, but so very important. Pre-planning your funeral arrangements can help relieve the burden on your family during an already difficult time. It ensures that your wishes are carried out exactly as you want them to be and that your unique life and values are reflected. It's never too early to start planning with your loved ones. Just visit BrentlingerandEarl.com to find out more. Memorial Care is your entry to the quality care and expertise of Memorial Health. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial Care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. back here on a beautiful Monday morning in downtown Decatur. So I was reading a couple of things. Um, uh, first of all, the idea that there is an Equalizer 3 coming September 1st, by the way. I'm sure a theatrical release and then whatnot. Probably Paramount. Uh, Denzel Washington is so good. It's a remake of a 1980s TV series. And then now there's a TV series with Queen Latifah, right? It's solid. And then the movies, which are excellent. Excellent. And a third one is coming in September. That was enough to make me happy. I didn't realize they were going back. Evidently, COVID and whatnot. I mean, they were the last, the second one was, I think, 2018. Probably about right. Yeah. So you got it quite a few years later, but they're going to do it. And I'm very, very happy about it. I just, there's something about Denzel Washington's character in those movies that's so good. It had nothing to do with the TV series. I mean, basically, other than his name was Robert McCall and he was an ex-CIA agent. That's it. Right. But I love the clock in his head, the countdown. The original movie is so good. Way better than the second one. But the second one's really good. And Pedro Pascal was the bad guy. And this is just goes to show you in 2018, not all that long ago, he was still relatively unknown. Right. Exactly right. You go back and you see him popping up in different places and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. Right. Mm-hmm. 
like I saw a meme from Sarah Michelle Geller, like when he was on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and he looked like he was 18 years old. Oh, I didn't it's ever see that. Hysterical. I'll have to check that out. All right, so you have this great character, these great movies, a third one coming. Very excited. I haven't watched the TV series, and I like her a lot. I just, for whatever reason, I didn't get into it. It's good. Yeah, it's just that standard procedural, you yeah. know, and the, the quality that you expect from Paramount and, and Queen Latifah brings the goods. It's solid. Okay. I'm going to have to, like, put that on my list. What is, like, second season, maybe? Probably third at this third point. Third season? Yeah, I bet. Wow. All right. The mayor of Kingstown, I don't know if there's any better character than Jeremy Renner's character on that show on TV right now. Going on a bender. Bartender says, have a great day. He says, we don't got those here. Nice. Love that line. Yeah. we got to take a break. Amber will join us next. We've got a lot to get to. It's 8 o'clock. Stay tuned. We're everywhere you are. WSOY Decatur, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. An attorney for State Representative Dan Calkins says he's confident a final judgment against the state's gun ban issued by a Macon County judge last Friday is statewide pending an expected appeal from the state. The governor enacted the ban on certain semi-automatics and magazines over certain capacities on January 10th. Lawsuits followed soon thereafter in federal and state courts. Macon County Judge Rodney Forbes ruled the gun ban and registry unconstitutional last Friday. Assuming there is an appeal, it would go to the state Supreme Court. Illinois hunters harvest. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.